With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome. Welcome to the Gaming with Scissors podcast. Hello and welcome to the Gaming with Scissors podcast. This is our first podcast, and we're gonna mess it up. Um, Wait, no this this is not this is not the first podcast. This is our, I guess. This is our first podcast as this group. This is two point oh. It's version two point oh. This is uh, second edition. Um, So I thought it might be a good idea since if you are listening to this, you may not know who we are to go over who we are. Uh, I figure we should probably start with the guy that owns the site. So, Sean, if you want to go ahead. Hey, I'm Sean, and I own Nerd Life. I own all the Nerd Lives. That's that's it. That's my introduction. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> you're also Rancor. You go by Rancor no, on the internet. I'm a nerd, yeah. That's it. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Nick, do you want to go next? Sure. I'm Nick. Uh, go by Zero Ping, and uh, I'm a gamer. There you go. That's it. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, and uh, I am Matt. I go by Nitro Weasel 3K. Um, I, that's, that's all there is to me. There's nothing else to me. Um, you You're literally know, just a floating head in a name. I'm a floating head in a name, and also uh, one of the only parts of this group that don't live in texas and nick being the other part <laughs> so, so i live uh, in no texas i live in no texas so um yeah so we recently switched from gaming with scissors to nerd life that's why we decided to stick with gaming with scissors for this podcast because we're going to cover mostly games in this and if it goes well maybe we'll uh branch out and do other things later on uh but for now we're going to stick with gaming with scissors for this particular podcast um sean do you want to talk about maybe why we switched from one to the other uh well first let's be honest and the reason why we're called Game with scissors is because I got some t-shirts I need to sell, and it would be stupid not <laughs> to use the name. Uh, and I have a closet full of them. That is reason one that we uh, we're keeping this this name. But uh, anyway, no. Uh, I, I, really, what it was was I I always found myself uh, wanting to write about other random nerdy things on the website, and it didn't fit what we were doing. So instead of me making a whole nother way. I can put my thoughts down. Uh, I made the excuse that I feel like we need to have a change in direction. So this was the change in direction so I can satisfy my own personal nerdiness. And uh, (laughs) And you on the site, so none of us think about it. Exactly. I'm I'm king of the (laughs) castle. So I was just like, hey, we're also going to talk about board games and and movies that I like. So that's what I guess it came down to. Hey, man, that's fine with me. Mm Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> that's the end of that conversation now um well, thank so, you everybody for listening yeah, yeah. um so uh first of all buy a t-shirt um uh, maybe be a link i don't somewhere. even think we have an e-commerce site up for no no i'll just mail you one just just email me and i'll mail you one <laughs> if I, find one of us in person um uh, <laughs> look our pictures up online and then ask for a t-shirt yeah. And I have one that I wear, so I'll just give you the one off my back. If the dirty, it's like it just has bleach stains and food all over it. Just sweat and beard <laughs> hairs that just look like pubes. Just horrible. No. Um. So yeah. So uh, with the with the new with the new flip, it was nice because I uh, I like terrible movies, so I get to write about those. And Nick uh, is a new addition. Uh, he was never part of it when it was gaming with scissors. Um, and he knows a lot about hardware. Um, and he's kind of a hardware geek in that respect. Uh, not just like PC hardware, but he likes console hardware and stuff too. Right. That is correct. Yeah. So, uh, we just thought it would, it would work out better if we just kind of switched over to general nerdery and we went from there. So, uh, we in, in trying to be professional, we did come up with a few things we wanted to talk about. And, uh, I thought that first of all, we could talk about um, what kind of game related stuff did you guys do this week? Like uh, what were you playing this week? What are you excited about? Um, Sean, if you want to go first. I, um, I have been doing very little. <laughs> <laughs> I have spent my whole week trying to get out from a pile of work, uh, but I have been playing uh, basically just Conan and Overwatch. That's the only things that have been encompassing my life uh, this week. But, you know, that's, that's pretty much the standard for every week. Yeah, but Conan's good because it's got a donger slider. And that's Dude. really, like... <laughs> Dude, that's I, to- I totally want to totally get some shirts made and printed and maybe we'll put them up on the site that says something like may your slider be forever to the right (laughs) (laughs) that would be absolutely amazing or something like that that's right copyright copy that's copyright nobody takes that i've already started the paperwork for, for, for that slogan sean sean owns it like he owns the entire rest of everything that goes on on that website and on this chat <laughs> don't matter i'm, I'm a paid for it's mine <laughs> yeah, yeah that's all i've been playing but i mean i play overwatch i'm really bad <laughs> but yeah. i still uh i have to play it and since all the you know the the new year stuff just wrapped up i had to spend my that last day just grinding away and not getting the one oh, skin that I wanted. Like, <laughs> that's one, I got every other skin. That's the only thing that I wanted. And uh, you got, out, you my got every skin except for what? Except for Roadhog. <laughs> that was the only one I wanted. I'm not about thousand gold. Man. Bump that. It's so funny because every every time that you, Sean and I play a lot of Overwatch together, and every time that's the only skin I did get. I didn't get <laughs> the other one. That's the only one I got. I had to buy the freaking Anna. I'm an, an I'm an Anna main, so like of course I had to buy that one, but it was only seven fifty. See, yours would have been three thousand, which is obscene. Yeah, we, yeah. We, could, we could do forty minutes on the stupid loot boxes that make me just want to hurt myself. Maybe that'll be <laughs> like, next time is is our Overwatch rant. Oh my god, uh, I'm gonna. It makes me want to lay down in traffic. This like in the game, like no, oh. in real life, in, in the game too, but in real life more than anything. Um, <laughs> 
So yeah, and uh, for the for anybody else who's out there that's playing Conan, uh, we actually run our own Conan Exile server. So we'll try to put like maybe in the description of this uh, this episode uh, some information about our Conan server, or you can always find us on our website uh, nerdlifetx.com, and we can get you hooked up there if you want to play with us. Um, it's only got twenty slots, but we're not that popular, so it's not like those are filling up quick. Uh, so if we you still got play, eighteen of them open. <laughs> Yeah, we got a sweet 18 open. Sean and I have a have a castle on a mountain. Don't come near it because I will I will run naked at you with a large rock. We got catapulting guard spiders. Yeah, because that's that's what you do in that game. You walk into somebody's house and spawn one of the bosses, right, Sean? That's what you do in that game. Dude, you try to smash me, so <laughs> I made the god spider in our house. And get it out. And yeah, we had to cheat in weapons and turn on god mode to kill the damn thing, and then it still broke down half of our house. So that that's fun. That's so far been our experience in uh, Conan. Conan is build a house and then spawn elite enemy inside of it. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. So uh, Nick, what have you been playing? Um, actually, I've been kind of messing around with a bunch of retro games. Picked up a Raspberry Pi three over the weekend, but a Retro Pi. Yeah. So that's that's been a lot of fun. Um, Man, I love those things. Oh, I know. Yeah, cheap, nice, uh, nice and easy to put together, and uh, you can get anything really. <laughs> um, they actually uh, are able to emulate up to uh, Dreamcast era. Does it actually work on the three though? Because I have like I had the two, like the highest into the mm-hmm. plus or whatever, and it struggled with sixty like some of the the later sixty four games. Uh, the three has no problems with any sixty four games that I've run into, um, and I've seen a couple of videos of uh, people playing Power Stone. I haven't got any uh, mm. any of the actual uh, ISOs myself yet, but mm-hmm. looking forward to trying that here this week. That's sweet. Um, man. I did get a fully loaded uh, 16 gig uh, ISO uh, already packed with ROMs, and uh, I'm going to be giving that a try here probably later on this evening. That's cool. Yeah, that's Dreamcast had some solid games. It surprisingly it gets pushed under the rug a lot because Sega, but They're just garbage. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and we're going to get to that when we talk a little bit later on about the Switch about where I think Nintendo's headed too. Yeah. I think they're I think they're headed to the old Sega dumpster fire, but that's fine. I'll probably be wrong like everything else in my life, but <laughs> you know, I, I'll say this about the dream dude. Dreamcast is a, was a solid platform and I, it was, I th- it, it was it, they just got buried by Sony. That yeah. was it. It's it just bad timing on, uh, on about everything. But I mean, there's, there's still people that are developing games for the Dreamcast. That is amazing to me. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's a and solid so- console, dude. And, and for, for a CD based console, my Dreamcast, I have my, I have the first, like, I, I got the Dreamcast on nine nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. I still have that Dreamcast and it still <laughs> works. Like, those things are tanks, man. I know a lot of people are like, nah, it's a good CD based consoles. It's so annoying. Mine is, mine is still going strong. Dude, I have a box of them. I probably have six or seven Dreamcasts and they're all <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Did you That's, play all six of them at once? I, 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 I do. I, I've made a cluster, and uh, the only problem is if, if, if I want to play, you know, like if I want to play some Resident Evil, I gotta get like seven copies of Resident Evil. <laughs> Did you hook that modem up? You hooked that sweet, sweet modem up, dude. All nice. seven modems. I had to get a splitter. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get a home phone line just to play my Dreamcast. Man, I didn't know what I was missing out on. <laughs> 
They did actually make an Ethernet port for that. That is true. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, my friend uh, Bill picked one up. Uh, he had the uh, Roadrunner at the time and was playing uh, Fantasy Star online, which actually was a pretty amazing game for what it was. Yeah. Uh, he got hooked in that, and uh, he ended up buying one of those. Yeah, I think he had to import it, if I'm not mistaken, because um, they just didn't have any in stores around here. I think he got it off Play Asia. In fact. Oh my god. Yeah, it's it. <laughs> I, I've. Play, play Asia. Um, yeah, I vaguely remember Fantasy Star. Um, just, I don't know. Like, I, I remember seeing it. Um, it it kind of has, like, a weird feel to it. It's almost like a really cheap uh, Monster Hunter. <laughs> like, that's, that's what it felt like. Like, if you looked at it, it was, like, this clunky kind of slow thing with all these different enemies. But the map interfaces kind of worked like Monster Hunter. So you'd, like, go into an area, you'd have this big area, you'd go into the next area, and it looked, like, a lot different but it was separated by like these weird loading sections. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. much it. Yeah. It was, it was really odd. I, I might've played it. I might not. I, I don't know if I played it or if I just watched somebody else play it, but it, I, I remember not being like super like, Oh my God, this is the best. Like now I would love to go back and play it, but obviously that's probably not a thing you could do anymore. So I'm not gonna like, you know, are there, are there any private servers? Actually, there are private servers. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what we, totally we need that. to do then. We need, yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that would actually be pretty fun. Everybody get your Dreamcast and your Ethernet adapters. Let's do this shit. The only, the only one I ever played was uh, the one that was on um, GameCube. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the, a really good one. I think that was, wasn't that uh, Fantasy Star 1 and 2, like as mm-hmm. a bundle? Yeah, it was, it was a two-pack. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the GameCube actually won out on a lot of uh, Sega titles from the Dreamcast, like Skies of Arcadia, Grandia mm-hmm. 2. A lot of the um, solid titles came over, yeah, and that, that was another good system, too. The GameCube was a great system. Uh, that was the last uh, Nintendo system I had a lot of respect for. Was, yeah. yeah, I, I love I love the game. It, even it holds up today. Like, you can go back and play some of the older systems, but, like, GameCube, I, you hook it up, and you're like, man, this it doesn't look bad at all. Yeah, yeah I agree. Go, do everybody who hasn't done it, do yourself a favor and go get Eternal Darkness and just flip that on. Yeah. It, that game rules. Yes. <laughs> I was hoping for a better air horn. <laughs> you let me down. That's right. Um, so as far as I go, uh, I've been playing uh, Way of the Samurai 3 this week, and I just got one. Um, Wait, is that, been, with, is that with Tom Cruise? It's, yeah, it's with, uh, it's with Tom Cruise, co-starring Scientology. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, co-starring Xenu. Uh, you, you guys can Google that or... I'm going to have protesters outside of my house. <laughs> I don't know which one it'll be, but uh, you know, I just sacrificed myself for all your entertainment. I hope you're all happy. Um, but it, yeah, it's really cool. It's got like a, it's like a, you know, you play a samurai and you kind of, you come into like this village. And there's like an altercation happening between two rival groups and you can choose like what confrontations you want to get involved in. Cause it's kind of like free roaming. Like you just kind of wander around and if you see something happening, you want to get involved in, you just draw your sword. Mm-hmm. Um, in three, uh, you can hit the select button on your controller and you can uh, either use the bladed side of your sword or the blunt side. So like, even if you want to get involved and you don't want to kill the dude, cause you might need him later. Cause you do that. it's really weird. It, cause it also ranks you on samurai points, which is like how you unlock like new features for your character, like new skins and heads. Cause you get to customize your character. Are you playing some hippie pacifist game? Dude, it's weird. Oh. It's real weird. Do you remember? Do you <laughs> remember? Sounds Bush- like garbage. No, dude, do you remember Bushido Blade? Yeah. 
Okay, do you remember Bushido Blade? How like you could like you could like wait while they were taunting and just run up and stab a dude, and then like yeah. the game would end quicker. But mm-hmm. like if you were like if you didn't hit a guy in the back and you fought him face to face and you didn't kill him when they were crippled, you'd get to go longer in the game. Yes, it's kind of got like a like a system like that. Like you get different things if you're better to certain people, and you can be a bad guy but still not lose samurai point. It's really weird, but it's also roguelike. So. Uh, I was just telling Nick the other day, I had like some obscene, like seven hours, some obscene amount of time into one character and he got killed and I had to start over and I was like, fuck this noise. Like, I love this game, but I got so mad. Like I, I was like, Oh my God. Like I, I just, I just put my head in my hands. I was like, I'm just going to bed. I just, I don't want to be awake anymore. Like, I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad. But uh, yeah, that's the thing just... about roguelikes. They're, they're like a double edged sword, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You get uh, so much out of them when you do great, and then when you fail, you lose everything. <laughs> you know, uh, there's certain okay. So is it like real roguelike where it's like permadeath? Yeah. Oh yeah. Once oh, your character okay. dies, no, so no, like so, okay. So you can you can save, <laughs> you, you can you can save like during the game. So like you can kind of cheat by like when your character dies, it'll say, "Hey, do you want to save?" And if you save after your character dies, it overwrites your old save. If you don't hit save, you can load back into the last point that you saved at. Right but, before the last guy like smashes you in the face like a so, second yeah, before. Because you don't know. So yeah. it's really kind of weird. Like it, it you have an opportunity to not play it like a roguelike, but just based on how the saving works, I assume that that's kind of what they want you to do. Because when you make your new character, if you had like a custom weapon you built, because you get to build your swords in three, which is really cool. You like find the blade, find the hilt, fly, find the, the handle, and you can put it all together and make like a custom weapon. And then you tell what stance you want to use. Do you want to be low stance, high stance, uh, one-handed, two-handed, whatever. So if you built a custom weapon, that's available to you and your new guy when you make him right away. So you just get that new sword day one. So oh. like it, it's kind of neat. Like they let you carry over some of the stuff, but it it's that character is dead and that progression is gone. So you have to start back over again, but then you can decide, Hey, do I want to follow that same path that will yield the same results? Or do I want to change up how I did things a little bit? So it's kind of neat. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. It's kind of like, kind of like a roguelike like character and it stayed within like your family line. Oh yeah. 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 Rogue legacy. Yeah. Yeah. That game was fun. I, that's another one. I got really pissed with it and I had to stop playing it. <laughs> <laughs> I could never get past like the second boss, and I was just like, I can get past the first boss. So you're what? like, you're I'm twice all... as good as me. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm That's just, good. I'm the worst at video games. I don't even. I, I'm a. Why do you even play games? Yeah, why even play games? This podcast is over. Games are over. <laughs> Click. Stop listening to this, nerds. Everything's over. Everyone, I quit. So everyone, we just quit. You can pick up your second door. <laughs> over. <laughs> Oh. so uh all right cool so um yeah so I, I i had some topics that i wanted to cover just in the interest of like keeping us on point because none of us will never get this done if i if we all just keep talking because that's how we always function every person in this room right now this chat room right now we all have that problem um so we figured uh what are we gonna nintendo, talk about matt the nintendo switch is coming out um so uh, we kind of talked about it and Nick and I work together and there we've had several heated conversations about the switch because I hate it and he pre-ordered one. <laughs> so, so uh, see where he stands. Yeah. So we can, uh, I thought maybe we should like have a conversation about this because, because Sean, you're, you're not even really a fan, but you haven't kept up on much of the news, right? I have uh, generally avoided the topic because <laughs> how stupid I feel it is. 
just by the four seconds that I have been exposed to it. And uh, I just, I have, it completely turned me off. So I was just like, I don't even want to know about it. <laughs> That's essentially <laughs> how I have treated the release of this console. Uh, but I feel like maybe I should become educated on it while still spewing uh, alternative facts about the Switch that I think I know. So <laughs> so, so he's going to kill me on Conway this. No, oh, whatever. So. We're going to do something. <laughs> We're gonna do something. So we'll, we'll have this conversation. I'll, be, I'll become educated. Uh, Nick will become humbled, and Matt will lose some of his anger, hopefully, by the end of this. No, Matt's just always going to be mad. Matt's embittered by the, all the things around him. What's this cup? Fuck this cup. This is near me, and he's just mad. That's the smash, 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 smash cup. So yeah, so Nick, what, go ahead. It's all you. You start. It's, it's all me. All right. Well, uh, put my money where my mouth is. I did buy or pre-order a Switch. Um, I, I I did also own a Wii U. So I'm guilty of owning a Wii U. Okay. Fair enough. I, I never even played the Wii U. After the Wii, I was like, you know what? No thanks. You let me down, Wii. So you you and I are are two of the 13 million people that actually bought a Wii U. So that doesn't um, sound like a lot. No, that's okay. actually a very small number. That's the smallest number that Nintendo has ever sold of any console so far. What, wait, what, uh, what about the Virtual with, Boy? With exception of the Virtual Boy. Uh, that <laughs> I do have. I do have one of those. It's, I think it still works. Yeah, dude. Oh. I, have, I, I bought it when it was new. Like, I saved up all my money. I was a little kid. Man, your parents liked you. No, <laughs> dude, I, I did chores and shit. Like, it was, yeah. Uh, I think I bought the Wii U so I could play Mario Kart. I, I think that was the only reason that I purchased that console. I actually got it. Uh, I had a little bit of hope for it. Uh, so here's the thing. So you look at the Xbox One mm-hmm. and you look at the PS4. Um, what differentiates them from a PC? They're crappy. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> the PC is good. Consoles make me sad. Is that is that the answer? Is that the right answer? Okay, so is they is all... Blood, is Bloodborne an appropriate answer? <laughs> <laughs> they, all, they all run the same architecture now. Uh-huh. Uh, this is... This is pretty much the only other uh, console that ran x86 architecture, which is like PC architecture. Mm-hmm. Um, to my recollection, was actually the original Xbox. Um, so there really hasn't been any other ones that have been like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you look at their specs, they basically were kind of about a middle, middle high grade PC build around 2013 when they first came out. So for me, I already had a PC that was pretty much that. Um, the only benefits I would see from getting a console, which I did eventually do, uh, was the exclusives. Yes. Exactly. Uh, that is I, it. I have a thing. Okay. So for PC gaming, what ruins it for me a lot of times is people who exploit shit or, you know, that one dude who is just, he's got just a little bit, bit like faster internet and he's just got a little bit better PC. Are you talking about me? I'm, yeah, I'm totally <laughs> you. No, um, you have significantly better internet because you don't live, you know, in, in the butthole of America, <laughs> yeah, the, the perpetual frozen tundras of Ohio. Um, we only have, it's only either a hundred degrees or frozen. That's all we get. We don't get Two anything states. in between. Yeah, it's that's all that's all it is, and they're they're both just sadness. That's all it is. You either just got swamp ass or you're frozen, and you just have you know 
seasonal depression because you don't get to see sun for like six months out of the year because like we're living in Alaska or something. Anyway, so I I, I really liked uh, the the idea when I my the first real gaming system I had I had a Nintendo when I was really little and I really liked it and then when I got a little bit older my parents got rid of it because they were like he's not playing it as much whatever. Uh, the first console I bought for myself was the PlayStation and. All my friends were building these souped up PCs, but I liked my PlayStation. I liked knowing that like whatever game I put in that PlayStation, it was supposed to run on that PlayStation and I could take it at my house. I could play that PlayStation. It was going to be the same. If I pop that disc out and I went over to my friend's house and I pop that disc in, it's going to be the same game. Now on PCs anymore, that's not even the case. I mean, you know, Sean can probably run everything on ultra settings while I'm running everything on regular and Sean's internet is twice the speed of mine and he plays half the price. Thanks. Time Warner. Um, so, uh, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not a time Warner anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Spectrum. sorry. Spectrum. Uh, I'm sorry. Satan. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, just Satan. Um, but I feel like there's going to be times no matter, I know a lot of people are like, Oh, there's like a, you know, there's hit boxes and there's all this, like, you know, there's a latency and there's all this, like these little things that make it so everybody's equal. Right. But you can't sit there and tell me that with somebody having a souped up machine with way faster internet than me, they don't have seconds that they can make a jump decision, especially in a, a Twitch shooter um, that I don't have. Right. They might have milliseconds, but to put it in perspective. So like I said, I'm an old gamer. Um, Back in the day, I remember uh, setting up a LAN party. We had a 10 megabit uh, hub, not a switch, uh, that we all connected to using uh, BNC, um, coax cable. Uh, (laughs) You are so old. I told you. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, at the time, I actually had a, I think it was a seller on uh, the Mendocino core like a 366 megahertz, uh, 64 <laughs> meg of RAM, and like a a 16 gigabyte uh, TNT, the original NVIDIA Riva TNT. Um, so I'm so running was, it. Was, was your life just, were you Angelina Jolie in the movie Hack? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you stand on a giant platform when you were like using it? I was like, wah, wah, like <laughs> it's just, uh, so any so now, I have this machine. It was uh, it was actually pretty baller for the time. Like I you know had a three hundred dollar sixteen megabyte video card, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I actually had a friend who showed up with this piece of crap Cyrix. Uh, I think it was like two hundred thirty three megahertz. He was running Quake Two in software at three twenty by two forty oh, uh, resolution. And he was owning us left and right. So this man's posted stamp size. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's, <laughs> he was playing it on a flip phone. He was playing. Guys, guys well, how this into the internet? <laughs> he's playing it on like a, I think it was like a fourteen-inch CRT. So, oh, oh yeah, and he was he was owning us left and right, and like like literally all my friends had you know some sort of three D accelerator and and a decent rig. Um, but really it just came down to, he was a better player than us. So what Nick uh, is saying is I'm just bad. I need to get good <laughs> you need, you need to overcompensate by getting good. And you can 
you can climb over that hurdle of your internet is really slow and you have insane lag spikes by just by just getting big son just, just getting big son <laughs> so what i'm what i'm basically saying is matt quit being a scrub lord uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> By the way, out of the three of us, Nick is also the only one that has ever completed or played for any extended period of time any of the From Software games. <laughs> so he literally comes from a community that they're just like, good, good. I don't know why you can't beat this game that's you know meant to make you suicidal. I don't understand. <laughs> so I, I don't know that you should be our, our reigning expert on me just getting good. <laughs> Your unreasonable expectations for video games. Um, but I mean like, so, okay. But that, that brings us back to like the switch, right? So we're having a conversation about, you know, what basically makes, uh, uh, what's the difference between a console and a PC now? Right. Right. Cool. So that, that, that's, that's all fine and dandy, but mm -hmm. the switch. So I, I found a, a quote, um, and I'm going to murder this name, uh, but it's Gunpei Yoki Oi or Yoki, or Yokoi. Yokoi. Uh, yeah, Nintendo designer. He said, uh, he, or he had this concept that lateral thinking, using lateral thinking with seasoned technology. So he didn't tout like moving forward with technology, and that's that's fine. That's, that's, kind that's, of Nintendo, that's Nintendo's stance is we beat with hardware. Right, yeah, they don't. But at a certain point, isn't isn't that gonna isn't that gonna affect your bottom line? Like you can't like none of us are running out to the, the, none of us are running out to buy a Motorola, right? I mean, like none of us want to take that step back because we're like, I have a I can I can get a goddamn iPhone for three hundred dollars. I can get one free. Like you can get an iPhone with no plan, and that thing like that's amazing. It sends beams to space, and I can check out you know creepy on Facebook all day. Like it you know it doesn't matter. Like I, yeah, I can read Infowars on my cell phone. Look at me, you know, like I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't understand uh, uh, the concept of taking pre-existing technologies and then going, yeah, like we, we know there's new stuff that's better and it works better and it's proven and it's whatever, because this isn't even like, they're not even looking at this and going, okay, like the, the standard right now is what we're going with. Like, I understand like, you know, you've got the, the, the PS4 pro and the Scorpio, you know, drop in and those have, you know, a 4k we've buffed all, we've buffed a lot of the, you know, the hardware and it, whatever I can understand Nintendo wanting, not wanting to get into that because essentially you're saying, Hey, you're going to have to buy an upgraded console every year at some point, just like a PC or at least uh, modules. Exactly. Yeah. And nobody, I, I just don't see that being a good, like sustainable system of doing that with, without just folding it into your PC. But Nintendo's taking stuff that's older than that. Like not even the, the tried and tested stuff. They're still one step behind that because their output on this thing is not comparable to anything that's out right now. It's, it's like, it's like it's, 900p, right? Uh, is so that the, the resolution is? The Switch's resolution on the actual like screen on the tablet itself mm -hmm. is uh, 720p. So okay. it's actually just standard HD resolution, not full HD, 1080p. Um, but then when you connect it into the dock, uh, some games will be 1080p, some games will be like 900p, kind of like the, essentially like the original Xbox One and PS4 for the Pro and Scorpio. So that's what we're looking at for output. But going to Matt's point, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. Um so the PC and the Xbox and the PS4 are all basically PCs, right? Mm. 
And if you're going to a console because you do want that 4K or you do want that 1080p, why not just go with a PC? I would say price point. Equalized hardware for me. For me, it's the equalized hardware. It's still that. And I know that people are going to call me dumb for it, but I like the equalized hardware. I also like not having to look at specs for my rig. I like being able like For Honor, great example. So during the For Honor beta, uh, one of the guys that games with us, he was saying like, if you drop below 30 FPS, they drop you from the game. Well, like, I'm not going to run that risk. Uh, Like, let's just say that's the way the future. I don't know if it's still like that. I haven't played the For Honor now that it's out of beta. But let's just say that like, you know, you have really strict uh, uh, specs that you need to, to fulfill. I would rather know that I can go to the store. I can pick any PS4 game off the shelf and come home and stick it in my PS4. It's going to work. So it's just lazy dependability is what you want. Yeah, dude. Well, and so you combine that with the price point and why not? Right. So I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay $400 right now and get seven years of life out of a console, maybe more depending on how well it does. Cause they might still continue to produce for it. And look at that, look at that, that, that over time, how much money did I really spend compared to, I mean, how many times do you have to upgrade your PC? You how know, many like, have I upgraded my PC? Well, no. I mean, yeah, but you built a super rig right out of the gate. Like I just dropped a, I just dropped money on a new video card and expanded memory for my PC. And it wasn't, it wasn't super cheap. It wasn't super expensive. I got like a good deal cause I waited for sales, but still like with the only upgrade that I've done to my PlayStation, the only expansion I bought I spent $29 to buy that Nyko expansion bay to put a full size drive in it, which is awesome. Cause now I never run out of space, mm-hmm. right? yeah. you know? So right there, like that alone is going to get me a lot of extra time out of this machine. Cause I don't have to sit there and delete games anymore. I can just, I can install myself into oblivion if I want to, which by the way is hell on the Xbox, but go ahead. Yeah. Well, that's why it's a trash machine. um so uh but i I just like you know and that's cool like that's fine but when it when it comes back down to it again my home console is my home console now i do have a 3ds right Mm -hmm. so the only interest that i would have in 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 the the switch is saying okay hey like i can take this outside of my house right like i can take this with me but nintendo keeps flip-flopping first you know hey well what happens when you take it out of your house? How much time do you get? Oh yeah. You get two to six hours of gameplay depending on the game. That's, that's a big difference. That's not even going to last you like a plane trip. It's like, like depending on where you're going. It's like a plane trip or all day. Like, or, yeah. yeah. But it, like, I'm guessing that when they're talking six hours, they're not talking about breath of the wilds for six hours, dude. No, no. They've actually said breath of the wild. That's three hours. You get three hours of battery life when you're playing breath of the wild. Three hours is insane, dude. And the, the again, this goes back to like parents buying this thing for their kid. You you buy this stuff so your kid shuts up. Like no, that's, that's that's why you also invest a car charger. A car charger. Well, and right there. Now we're talking extra peripherals. And have you seen the price point on the controllers alone, dude? For yes. for I'm looking at them right now. It's for the Switch Pro controller. Yeah, Yeah. but if you wanted a set of the stupid-ass little fake nunchuck thing... The Joy-Con controller? Yeah, Yeah, 80 bucks! That's obscene! That's robbery! You are robbing me! You are, you are, you are appling me! And if you want want another dock for another... How much did you you cut out? What was that? 90, $90 if you want another dock. Yeah. Like, so if you have two TVs, that's that's nickel and dime you to death. Well, not only that... I agree. Not only that, but now think about that, dude. It's $90 for the dock. So, so really think about that now. So what's their whole thing? You can take this home and plug it into your dock and then you get better everything out of it, right? 
So essentially it's a $90 accelerator. It, there's nothing in that dock to, to do anything for you. So the, the machine has the ability to, to go to those specs when it's off that dock, but because they wanted it to be portable, they had to sacrifice some of that. Well, then you go to, okay, well, I have my 3DS now. So is my 3DS my primary portable or is this my primary portable? Nintendo goes, no, it's your home console. Okay, so you guys are going to keep making uh, 3DS games or what? And they, they went, uh, and he went, oh, uh, what happened to your, your, your mobile division? And I'm hearing all these things about they folded the two divisions together. So like, are you going to keep making the 3DS? Because if you're going to keep making the 3DS, I just you just screwed me by making me pay $200 or $300 for something that you told me was portable and then took it back. And if you do keep making the 3DS, why would I buy that if you told me this other thing was portable already? So do you want the official answer or do you, do you want like what I'm kind of seeing? Convince me that that Nintendo isn't the worst country or the worst company on the planet. Convince me, convince me, convince (laughs) Convince me. It's not EA. Yeah. Convince me. They're not trying to convince me. They're not trying to Ubisoft me. Right. Okay. So first of all, Let's go to let's go to battery life. Let's go right back to battery life real quick, and we'll work our way kind of through this because you kind of uh, jumped through a couple of quick topics there. Battery life, uh, three to six hours, right? Do you know what the original 3ds is? Couldn't tell you. Okay, so the 2ds, just the regular 2ds, is like five to nine hours. Um, the 3ds XL. The, the larger unit with the larger battery uh, is like six to 10 hours. And I think the original 3DS, if I remember right, was somewhere between uh, four to seven hours or something like that. Um, so four, four hours for a portable console, though, mm-hmm. that's appropriate, don't you think? Okay, but look at how little it's doing compared to what the Switch provides. Um, it's It's a huge step backwards when it comes to graphical horsepower. Um, even the resolution that it's actually outputting at, it's like half the resolution of the 720p that the switch is outputting. That's true. But that's, that's only okay. Like I'm not, all right. So I am not one of those people that's like, Oh my God, I need a 4k TV. I just don't care. I don't mm-hmm. care because I care more about like, what am I going to, what is the benefit going to be for me? So like there's been this huge resurgence lately right? In 2D platforming games. Mm-hmm. What the hell is a 720p screen going to help me out if I'm playing, you know what I mean? Like if I'm playing something that's supposed to look like it's 16 bits with a little bit more glitz to it. Like it's, it's you know, a lot of the, you, Binding of Isaac is a great example. If, if, am I going to get a lot of, of, of feedback from Binding of Isaac playing it in 720p? Maybe not Binding of Isaac, but look at Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight. Um, Shovel Shovel Knight was a was a last gen game though. Like you know what I mean? Like and it wasn't developed to be I mean it was developed. You it can take it mobily. But if you look at I don't know, the, some of the games that were native to the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Um they they played really 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 well and they were good solid games and I would take those over a game that gets half powered when I unplug it from a fancy machine on my TV, like I, I will take a game that's supposed to natively run on that hardware rather than something that's either going to clip my wings when I'm mobile or clip my wings when I have it docked. Cause you're essentially getting, you're playing two different versions of the game, a slightly crappier quality one and then a good quality one. Right. So it's like, it's like going from playing a game on your, your Xbox 360 to playing it on your cell phone. Right. And so why would you want that? Right. 
because because uh, you're you're not going to have an enjoyable experience one way or the other. You, there, you pick because you you don't get everything. It's actually a little bit closer to playing a game on Xbox One versus PS4, because if you look a lot of the Xbox One games, um, the native rendering resolution is like closer to 720p more times than not. I thought it was um, 900. Well, the the PS4 is usually closer to 900. See, I, um, I thought I, I was I always thought that more along the lines of 1080p, whereas the Xbox One was around 900. Uh, some of them are. Uh, it really just depends on the game. But uh, if you look at games such as like, um, uh, I believe it was like the last Call of Duty, uh, Digital Foundry found that. Uh, the Xbox One was actually rendering at like 720, where the uh, PS4 was hitting about 900p. Games where you want more frame rate out of it, yeah. you're going to have to sacrifice that. You're going to have to push less pixels to the screen um, and let it spend less time per frame rendering out that frame. So the 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 more the more time it spends per frame, obviously the lower frame rate that you're going to get. Right. So uh, the trick behind that is one easy fix, lower the resolution. And that's kind of what the sounds like they're doing with the switch. I mean, it's native resolution on that display is 720p. Um, and then when you plug it into the, to the dock, the one thing that the dock does to provide you that extra power is add active cooling. Um, so it forces air through the unit to keep it cooler. And that gives them a little bit of thermal room to up the clock. So that gives you that extra push to the display and gives you the 900p or 1080p depending on what type of game you're playing again if you're playing shovel knight i'm sure they can render that in 1080p without a problem but if you're doing something closer to breath of the wild yeah you're probably going to be at 900p uh once you're on an actual hdtv does that make sense yeah yeah yes okay (laughs) sorry if that was too much no, no, it's it's a, it's a fact that I don't. <laughs> well, like skeptical, I, I, I'm skeptical. Exactly, and that's that's where I'm at too. But so the other problem that I have beyond just the hardware, mm-hmm. kill motion controls for the love of Christ, kill motion <laughs> controls. I um, hate motion controls more than anything. And if I have to see one more goddamn commercial of them milking a fake cow in the most awkward way possible, <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God, I'm gonna punch a hole in my television. Okay, so here's my only defense for motion controls. Um, I'm glad they tried something different initially with the Wii. Um, but yeah, that's, I am. That's the I'm, Wii. That's like two generations ago. Yeah, I'm done with motion controls personally. In fact, I have a PS Vita, and the fact that it had that back touchscreen and that some games kind of forced you to use the back touchscreen or the front touchscreen, that annoyed me. I. I don't know if I'm just getting old, but I really just prefer traditional controls. They're more accurate. They're more responsive. Um, I don't even really like playing action games on my tablet because I just don't feel like there's enough feedback and it's not just precision. So if Nintendo, if Nintendo could have dropped the price of the overall unit um, or the motion the Joy-Con controllers, uh, which are sold separately, or the Pro Controller, which is sold separately, if they could just drop that price by dropping that crap, which I'm sure they could have, I would have definitely taken that option. Right. Uh, yeah, and and I, I think that I want, I want to, 
I think that that whole like distaste for the the motion controls. I wouldn't say it's because you're older. I think it's also it, it's a generation thing, and, and not even that. Oh, that's what we grew up with. It's just what you were like gravitated towards. Because I know a lot of younger guys that they they play you know Super Nintendo and Nintendo games. You know they're hardcore like retro guys, but because of that is what your affinity is towards motion controls they don't line up with that they're not as accurate they're it, it's a niche thing in general and i, I just think that there's there are people like us okay are going to gravitate away from that like even me on my on my ps4 you know there's a little touch screen there you know how many times i've been playing uh star wars battlefront and Lob i've accidentally grenade. thrown a grenade <laughs> <laughs> because i hit that damn you don't even if you just touch it you don't have to do anything you just barely graze it and you're throwing grenades i hate that and you can't yeah. turn it off it really is the worst and like you know playstation is not they're not without sin either because they resurrected those move controllers for the psvr yep which blows my mind okay well <laughs> Well, that the, the, there, it, I was just, there is there is a place for motion controls, and that is in VR because you have to have. I mean, you have to have some way to to pick up that that motion, so it, it makes sense. I think it's stupid that there should be some <laughs> other way to do it, but I get why the PSVR does it because I mean yeah. it's an easy and it means it kind of get that to work, so they don't have to develop some other technology to to, to recognize your hand movements. Right. If you look at the Vive. Um, those motion controllers are, are one-to-one. Uh, they're actually a little bit uh, better technology than the Move controller, obviously a more expensive technology, yeah. but uh, they are a better technology. Um, and I, I do think that that, in my opinion, that kind of puts it a step ahead of where like Oculus is. But um, that would be about the only place. I, I agree that VR is kind of where that technology belongs. Uh, I'm, I'm done waggling in front of my screen. You know, yeah, well, it's 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 <laughs> it's really weird, and it was it was cute on the Wii when you wanted to bowl with Grandma, but like if you're gonna push towards like even look at their promo video when they're pushing like, oh my God, like you can this is gonna be a big esport for you know you just I I just don't see like real gamers not, I don't want to say real gamers because if you play a game as far as I'm concerned you're a real gamer I don't care what game it is even if you play Candy Crush you're a real gamer um, I think that that percentage percentage wise there are equal amounts of gamers that are women and men right Mm -hmm. but i don't think that anybody is clamoring to get a motion control and as far as like vr compared to as compared to how i feel about the switch i think they're going to go the same way i think it's going to be really hot for like a minute but then everybody's going to be looking at this like a year down the road and going oh my god we made it we made this we bought this 300 dollars thing and now it sits or oh my god, like it's it's a failure. Like I, I don't Nintendo, know. Nintendo will never admit to a failure. No, well that's because they don't have to. They have enough money. They can sail on you know Mario. They could they 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 can coast on Zelda. But I, I just want to know they how can long coast it's on be. 3ds. Right. No, well, no, uh, I no. I love my 3ds, dude. I bought Sean's 3ds off him. I have two of them. Mm-hmm. Like I, no, I, I I have nothing against the 3ds. I'm just saying it sold so well. Right. It it right now is what the Wii was to them um, th- during that period of time. You know what I mean? Like it it gets them by. Nintendo has enough money. I was reading an article, and Nintendo has enough money that they can stop producing everything and sustain for forty years on the money they have. Like they right. do not have to make another dollar, 
and they that's that's the point in which they would have to file for bankruptcy is 40 years so they're allowed to they they feel like they're allowed to make these decisions they're allowed to not innovate they're they're allowed to not progress with everyone else and they can do whatever you know they feel like that they can do and there's no repercussions for them because they're gonna sell because it's nintendo it's gonna sell because it's mario and legend of zelda and they could literally just like serve up like just a steaming plate of garbage and mario will buy it and then mario run dude exactly yeah exactly mario nonsense so, yeah, it's I mean, ten dollar garbage, and I did, and people bought it. It still did. Oh, it, compared to other mobile games, it did okay. But yeah. I'm concerned. Like, so Nintendo, just turn into Sega already. Like, just stop making your own consoles. Start playing the game and developing for other things. Because I'm telling you right now, people aren't going out and buying the Switch because they want the Switch. Nick, Nick, you're not included, but. For most people are not running out and buying the Switch because they want the Switch. They're going out and buying the Switch because they want Mario, right? Or and they want the Zelda. It's available on. Right. So if they would just expand out, don't you think they could make that money back twice over and expand their market? Because if you've got a guy who's always played Microsoft, always played Xbox since the first Xbox, they had an Xbox, they had a 360, you know, they have a one. And all of a sudden you get Breath of the Wilds on there. Like you'd be opening yourself up to like a whole new world of people. That but but why would why would Nintendo do that? When they have their market cornered. Why would they produce it? They're not going to sell more games just because it's on a PS4. They're going to sell hardware, and then they're going to sell the software. Nintendo understands that I think really well, and that's why they will not do that until they absolutely have to do that, like Sega did. Well, and that's why, like, I was telling Nick before we started, like, that's why, like, I get frustrated with Shigeru Miyamoto. Like he, like, he's like this, this, like this, like guy, he's super nice. Like, I'm like, dude, I want this guy to be my grandpa. Like, he's so awesome. But some of the things like when, when they're just like, they're like, they're like attitude towards like, well, we're Nintendo. We just do it this way, you know, or, or like check out these sweet controllers. And they're like, you know, they, they do these little promos where they're dropping the controllers out of their hands. That looks, it's, it's super majestical. And it's like, Ooh, Oh my God. But really it's just, it's this like, super old technology in a motion control device. Nobody wants it's, you know, nobody, nobody knows how they're going to handle their online access. So like, that's going to be a mess guaranteed when that starts. Um, They're still talking about using things like your cell phone for your chat communication, because Nintendo has always been, they've always been too afraid to include a chat client. And I think, and I'm not 100% sure about kids. Yes. It's because when there used to be a feature on the 3DS where you could like, I think it was called like leave note or something like that. You could could leave a note to somebody else and you could use your camera to take pictures. Well, what do you think Mm -hmm. happened immediately? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Nintendo cut that all off. Well, they've never revisited it really. I mean, they're, they're, they, 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 even in that like weird social, what was that? uh, Mitomo, right. That weird, like that weird social thing that they made. Even in that, like you could not directly talk to another person. Like I was friends with people on mine that, you know, I knew from Instagram or whatever, like you, you friended them. If, if you were friends with somebody on there, you couldn't go to them and be like, Hey, how are you? Your guy would just go, Hey, how are you? And then they'd go, what is your favorite color? And you'd say blue and they go, mine is blue too. And then they go, yay. But you didn't like do anything, but say blue. Like you didn't get to pick anything that you were saying to them. And yeah, you could still make that work and it could still be hilarious if you like, you know, started throwing curse words in there. Um, mm-hmm. But 
<laughs> they're so afraid. It's it's almost not. I don't want to say they're afraid, but it's almost like they're like, yeah, we don't want to deal with that. We don't want to deal with that. We don't want to deal with that. Right. So they just don't. So how am I supposed to expect that you're going to all of a sudden come out when you're, there's already two big boys that have been competing for a long time? I mean, PlayStation just had to up their game. They they really didn't have a charge a service they charged you for right mm-hmm. before. Now they're charging you. You're getting free games monthly. You're getting you know all the stuff that goes along with it. And Nintendo's like, well, you can borrow two NES games, and there's no chat. Uh, <laughs> so enjoy Splatoon, guys. Deuces. Like, shut up. Shut well, up. Like, nobody wants to hear that from you. Like, I don't understand. There is going to be chat. Um, they've they've come out and said that there is definitely going to be chat. Um, but only a, in emojis, no words. There, no, <laughs> no. You'll be able to hear Mario's face, and he's gonna he's gonna bleep out anything that sounds like a curse word. And or you have to question. pay them. A, you have to pay them a dollar for every for every message for every word. Yeah, <laughs> it costs too much for that technology. <laughs> no, they're not Ubisoft. They're not. There's not going to be like microtransactions for swear words or something. Dude, I did say that they, they're going to be. You broke out. What did you say one more time? I said that they did say that there's going to be DLC for uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah did you see what did you see what comes along with that? No, I didn't look at it because you know it's. I didn't care about it. <laughs> Season pass. Yeah. Yep. Yep. nonsense they're well at least at least they're adapting in one sense well they're, they're following the, the trend. in the worst way possible that's not the first time they've done that though um mario kart mario kart wii u oh yeah because they had all the, the extra stuff okay yep mm-hmm. i bought the one of you guys have it yeah I, I have mario kart i i'm not gonna buy the dlc oh i guess they did it with smash brothers too they did it with smash brothers also yeah, yeah smash and uh xenoblade chronicles had uh, DLC. Game. I have that game. I didn't buy the season pass. That I usually don't buy DLC, uh, but I did for Mario Kart. And essentially, it was because each pack that they gave you, there were three packs. I think it was like $20 or something. Um, but you got different racers with each pack. Um, I think they added a different rank, uh, like a higher speed rank. And uh, each pack that came out actually came with uh, different tracks. So, and they were all sort of each themed. Like there, there was like a Zelda pack, uh, Animal Crossing pack, and I can't remember what the other one was offhand. I guess if you were like a Super Nintendo, like I just don't, I don't care. Like I don't care about themed levels. Like I'm not like, mm-hmm. oh my god, like I need this themed level. I can't think of anything that I like that like if they were like, we want to make a themed level. Like I guess the closest thing I liked is like when Overwatch did their Halloween event mm-hmm. and they changed the theater into like a horror theme that was cool but it was just an existing level they threw some pumpkins in like but you would you'd have you'd have paid for that i know you would have if they would have let you buy it and you so you could replay it you would buy it yeah if i if i saw that when nobody else did i sure as shit would have paid them for it but that's because i'm a halloween it's blizzard. no no it's because it's blizzard and you know I don't it give blizzard my money i would give you give Blizzard your money all the time. I know I do, and it, it, I hate it every single time. Like, and we recently like had I'm a discussion about that. What about kind Blizzard? of Bliz- yeah about Blizzard and like what kind of Blizzard fans we are? Yeah, like the like the most hateful kind. Like, I'm so <laughs> mad about giving them my money, but I'm still 
do it. See, don't include me in that because I, I I'm more the apologist than I am the hater. Yeah, but you 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 love like see both of you guys were avid WoW players too, and I I was never a WoW guy. And I mean, my first Blizzard stuff was you know you're talking about Warcraft, Starcraft, and I love those games, but I never really cared about WoW. So I had this big gap between basically like Warcraft or between you know uh, Starcraft and uh, now essentially Heroes of the Storm was essentially the next time I played, like actually played a Blizzard game. You never played like Warcraft three? No. Dude, Warcraft 3 is like a phenomenal game. It I, was really good. I think oh. I tried it one time because that, that, I know that that was the engine that uh, led to Dota, which led to League of Legends, which was a game I was obsessed with. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm aware of it. I'm aware. It's like one of those things. Like I hate the Beatles, but I can say, oh, I understand how the Beatles affected everything else. Yeah. I don't really care for it. But, but you can respect it? I can respect the importance of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, but you know i don't know how we got track into that but <laughs> the one last thing i want to go with because we like i think we're we're getting close to time um yep. the, the the one thing uh, other thing i wanted to, to talk to you about nick was how do we know they're not going to nes classic like that like the nes classic was the last release for nintendo that everybody was like holy crap i need that and that was not that long ago mm-hmm. they sent like four to target and I know yeah. you pre-ordered yours, and I know you're swearing to me up and down they're going to be there, but how do you know? Uh, here's the deal. So with the NES Classic pre-so, that whole thing, uh, Nintendo, and they're still doing, I, I'm 90% sure that they're still using the same marketing tactic. Have you ever heard of the FOMO tactic? I don't. I don't know what that is. It's a marketing term. Um, it stands for fear of missing out. So it's like it's like simulated demand. Artificial demand, correct. Uh, they definitely did that for the NES Classic. There's no way in hell that they couldn't have seen that and said, oh, this isn't going to sell like hotcakes. And there's no way that they could have like not just ordered, you know, full production of them and start blowing them out the door, right? They did, they did the same thing with the Wii. They did. They did the same exact thing thing when the Wii released um they knew it was going to sell well and and they did that um this time around i know that they're still doing that but um i do also know that there are the original base stock for the worldwide opening is two million and they have completely sold out of pre-orders worldwide so two million are already spoken for uh i think I think April is the first reload. So March 3rd, it releases April. Something will be the first reload. According to what I've heard. Uh, I talked to a guy at GameStop and I know that that's theirs. Oh my God. That's yeah. it, it. Just, it's mind blowing to me. so, okay. Just as a side note, how much do you pay for your raspberry Pi three? $35. Uh, actually I bought it in a kit, came with a case, uh, HDMI cable came with a SD card and, um, the pie itself and a power supply. Uh, so I paid, I think 65. Okay. How much, how much is the, uh, the NES mini classic, whatever the hell it is. Uh, I think it's 60. Yeah. So kids just remember you can build <laughs> something way better and not give those money hungry a-holes and learn something while doing so and learn a little bit with of other mind. projects. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Maybe we should just do a nice little article on or a video on how to build a retro pie. Yeah, not a bad idea. And yes. also 
if Nintendo wants to give us free games, then I everything I said was was joking. <laughs> everything. I said, so if you want to give us money or T-shirts or games or like a free Switch, um, it was we, all funsies. Yeah, it was all it was all point counterpoint, right? It was, it was prove, just, prove us wrong. Just jokes. Yeah, prove us wrong. There you go. Yeah, prove us wrong. Come on, Nintendo. But you won't. <laughs> but you won't. And they- um, all right. So um, I had one more topic uh, over the green light stuff. Does anybody care, or do you just want to wrap it up? Uh, Steam's killing green light, and they're doing direct, direct to to peoples. Yeah, gr- green light was a horrible waste of time. Basically, for a hundred bucks, good, you can put whatever some you want. Good on. games came out of green light, though. You can't. You cannot. Some argue good that. games came out of it. I think it was a good project, but uh, unfortunately, it ended up with a lot of. It became a dumpster fire. Um, garbage games. Yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you know what's interesting about that? I, I kind of I read their guidelines while we before we started the podcast just to see what you know. So for a one time one hundred dollar fee per Steam account, you could submit as many games as you wanted over the course of however long, and they never took them down. They just stayed active until you took them down yeah. on green light. And then, then check this out. This is their statistics. You guys heard that stat that like, uh, what was it? 40% of steam's library was released in 2016, right? Yeah. Two fifths. So, yeah. So steam spy did this chart. They said that 40% of steam's library was released in 2016 on the steam direct announcement. They said 100 green light titles, 100. Greenlight titles have made at least $1 million each. So that's 100 titles made a million dollars out of 4,027 games. That's like 2.5%. <laughs> well, dude, like the requirements were like, hey, does your game start? Good. You can sell it. Yeah. Yep. Does, your, does your game start? Oh, absolutely. That's, that's all we require. You got one video and four screenshots. You got your website and we'll yep. never take it down. Yeah, your game your game doesn't even need to really be your game. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's okay. someone else's game. Yeah. So they didn't even they didn't rescan it. A lot of times it was just here someone else's game. Yep. Um the one good thing I did find out though that I didn't know about was uh that one hundred dollar fee that they take from you. Mm-hmm. Uh all proceeds from that go to child's play charity. Oh, that's oh nice. nice. Yeah, so that's 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 pretty neat. But um with the new way that they're planning on doing this, it's gonna be a refundable fee. Mm-hmm. That so if your game tanks, you can get your money back. Uh, well, I think it's like a it's like a one time like like fee that they like charge you, and then you 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 can get it back, but they don't know what the amount is going to be. They're in talks from one hundred to five thousand dollars per game to submit you know, it to Greenlight. I, I or the what the direct direct to well yeah for direct the direct, distribution but yeah so you know what I, I would one hundred dollars per account. It's going to be one hundred to five thousand per game. You know, I, I'm not opposed to that because that is a way that they can weed out just the just the garbage games that people like to upload on there, the infinite runners and and the click and and drag bonanzas. So uh, at the least it'll get that. Engine. Well, I'm not opposed to Unity games. Unity. No, no, I'm saying the Unity Engine asset, like the asset flip games. Oh yeah, where they just bought a bunch of assets and then they. Yeah. Out. Yeah. They dumped them in there and they don't even really do anything. There's no collision detection. You're just trying to walk around in the square. Yeah, yes. exactly. So it it'll get that out of there. It will it will hopefully be some kind of like a, a quality control measure that okay, if you if you don't have if you're not serious enough about your game to be able to come up with five grand, then you're not serious enough to distribute your game to the masses. I'm okay with that. And that's, that's why you have things like Patreon. That's why you have things like, you know, 
Indiegogo, Kickstarter. I'm yep. all we, all of us, as far as I know, we we've supported a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm all for giving people money that are going to put out a what looks to be a really good game. And I'm not I'm not butthurt if the game sucks because <laughs> I I put my faith in you and and you screwed me over. But that's okay because there's going to be another game I'm going to throw. 20 or 50 or 150 dollars however much at because i have faith in you and i want to help support the indie community because that's a big part of what what i'm about and i know that uh matt is as well yeah i i want to get away from triple i don't i'm tired of rewarding people behavior and i feel like that's what a lot of times happens with the triple a uh stuff but um i mean I agree with you i i would even be happy if they did some kind of a sliding scale where like okay if you've had if you've if your company is submitting your third game for Steam Direct, the first two made it, they're full-fledged games, they're doing okay. All right, so we drop you down from, you know, let's let's not even say 5,000 cuz that's kind of a lot. Let's say it's 2500 bucks. So you, by the time you get to your third title, if your first two made it on, all right, we drop that down to $100 refundable. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's a sliding scale. Like if you've done good before, like we'd we'd slide it. Um I would even be okay with that, but like it's such a cesspool. And even like the stuff that they tried to like get to fix it, like the curators and discovery update and all that stuff where it's like, you should play this. Cause you play that, that stuff. It's just noise. It's <laughs> noise. It doesn't, it doesn't help. I know that they're, they're seeing game play time grow, go up. That's what they were saying in their uh, direct announcement. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's just noise. I never look at those. I never look at I don't know my queue. I never look at like, hey, these are recommended for you. When I go on Steam, I'm looking for a specific game. If I'm not, I'm going to go to the new releases window. And that's now full of garbage. So now I'm not even going to look there. Mainly, I'm going to go on to Reddit. I'm going to join the Indie Games Forum. And when some developer puts his game out and he's proud of it, and he posts it on Reddit and goes, hey, man, this is my game. And I can talk to that dude directly on Reddit, one-to-one. That's the guy's game who I'm going to go get. Yeah. Let's focus more on the games themselves and get away from like, Anybody can produce a game. Holy crap. You know, like, stop that. I don't want everybody to produce a game. Not everybody deserves to produce a game. Just having the equipment yeah. doesn't mean you should. I have the equipment to produce a game if I wanted to. I got no business producing a game. Not, right. I can't play Dark Souls. I, <laughs> that's that's going to be Is the that requirement. A new revelation. That's the new requirement. If you can, if you know, if you could beat Demon Soul, you get to put a game out. No. Well, then, okay. then we would never have any games. Nick would have made 12 games. We would would just be... It would just be Nick and my brother making games. That would be it. It's just like (laughs) sequels to Bloodborne. That's right, yeah. It would would be just Nick, my brother, uh, Hideo Kojima, and nobody else. Nobody else. (laughs) And and you talk about the curation stuff. I know it it does work to uh, to some level because, like, there's games like... uh, There's a game that came out called Slain. Which it mm-hmm. remind it reminded me of like a like a oh, Castlevania yeah. style game, and it looked amazing. I was like, "Yes, I'm all over this game." As soon as that game came yep. out, checked it out. It was so busted that like hit detection was all completely off. You couldn't like jump on anything to save your life, and mm-hmm. everybody just ripped this game a new one. And you know what that developer did? They took all of that the feedback that they got. They went in and then they re released the game as Slain Back from Hell which is appropriately titled, all right? And the game is really good now. It is a solid, solid game because they went in and they fixed all the 
broken ass stuff that they didn't do in the first place because the community fried them for it and it was through the curation and it was the the steam reviews so it does work on some level but only on the level of hey did you actually give a shit about the game in the first place but for every one of those there's a no man's sky and a fez right <laughs> fez wasn't a broken game it was just no fez was a game. great game but the dude who made it was broke as fuck that's why we can't that's why he'll never make another game because that dude, he, he, made, he he was working on another game and then like he fell off a cliff or something right on a, no, on a, he, on a moped he, or, or no or, that's the guy that made the segue did you just compare phil fish to the guy that made the segue <laughs> I, I thought they're the same person <laughs> No, the guy that made the segue made Fez. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's how that's, I feel. Somebody, uh, somebody, update the Wikipedia page. Oh, I'll do that right now. <laughs> um, but no, no, like I, I just you know, or 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 let's go with uh, Colonial Marines, then, right? Yeah. So there's right. there's gonna be some Randy Pitchford. There's gonna be you know Phil Fishes. There's gonna be somebody who's gonna lie to you. I can't remember the guy that did No Man's Sky, but he straight up lied too. Um you know maybe didn't lie but stretch the truth let's let's not get sued um so i mean <laughs> <Don't give> so, <laughs> remember sean owns everything he takes full full ownership of everything i say it's all reflective of all his beliefs um so <laughs> that was a real t- that was a real time groan of frustration i believe this is the podcast that never got released right um but you know what i mean though like it's you, you almost <laughs> you you almost have to uh you almost have to police the human being not the game you know okay. like that's the weird thing and i don't know how they're going to do that I, I don't know if it's even possible so, uh in no other aspect of life does that really seem to be possible so i doubt video games would be much different than you know, politics or anything else, to be honest. I Hashtag like, no politics. No politics. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like it'll be an interesting social experiment part two. Yeah, I mean, it. they they need to take some responsibility for the shit that goes up there, which yes. they don't. Um, there needs but, to be some quality control. I agree. I feel like there should be process like my, Microsoft does. Well, and I feel like, okay, so like League of Legends, I don't know if they're still doing it, but like back in the day, and I loved this system. They did a system where like, you could go in and read the reports for players who got reported and you would pass judgment on them. And it, you know, it would go to like five people or whatever. And that panel of five people would say, you know, one guy said, yeah, kick him. One guy said, no, one guy said, no, one guy said, no, one guy said, yeah. And they would average those. And that's what the decision would be. And for every group, like, you know, every 10 guys you rated, you got some in-game currency. Mm. Like, cool. If you want me to police it, incentivize it and give me a reason to do it. And I would I would gladly sit there and go through these games and go, nope, 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 yep, nope, yep, nope. Because that would keep those developers from being absolutely rude to the people who are coming onto their page. Yeah. Right. In exchange for maybe like a, a free key, you get to pick well, some like three games or you get some credits or something. Yeah, yeah. So you Steam Wallet credits or you know, you you get an exclusive the, the next AAA game that comes out will get you in a exclusive closed beta or okay. you know it doesn't even have to you don't have to give me something something it should just incentivize me somehow just you know? give you a badge or something some gamification right exactly yeah so uh, or or uh, i mean kind of stepping away from that another direction that okay the community yeah that would be really great but talking about taking ownership you know steam and, and valve need to look at this and say okay 
we need to do something. We need to have a more strenuous approval process like for uh, Dota 2. So the community can create uh, in-game items like like skins, like, uh, you know, like different like weapon skins and stuff like that. Have mm-hmm. you ever looked at that at the, the workshop? No, and, I haven't. Okay, yeah. So you can do that. And then they, you know, Valve actually goes through and they will approve the items that go up into the store. Why aren't they doing that with games? Have a, right. I, obviously there's, there's, there's cost involved in it because you have to hire quality control people, but I'm sure, you know, how many, how many games has Valve come out with in the past, you know? Well, they're, they're just cruising tenors. on there. Yeah. Cause here's a, here's another <laughs> on their thing. left for dead too money. Well, here, here's another thing. So I found another interesting quote on here. How much money, how much, how does the, the revenue split work once my game gets onto green light? Steam does not discuss revenue split publicly. Like, are, are you jacking me for 60% when my game gets on there? Is that- right. Well, Gabe Newell's worth, uh, his net worth is $4.1 billion as Gabe's of worth at least, so at least two games. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, you're right. And, and how many of us, you know, if I, if, when I was 16, if you just said, hey, if you try some of these games, we'll, we'll pay you, do, a like a headhunter thing, we'll pay you five bucks an hour to test these games. I'd have yeah. taken that shit in a heart. I would have stayed up all night doing my job. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I mean, it's not like there's a lack of people who would be willing to jump to do They could probably find people that would do it for free. Oh, honestly. yeah, totally. Because it's because it's Steam but yeah. or because Valve. But, you know, yeah. anyway, so we're we're way close to being in an hour. So uh, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, so anybody who's hung around this long, we appreciate it. Um, hopefully you're going to find this on one of the major search engines. We're going to try to get it up on iTunes and Stitcher and all that fun stuff. And once we officially do, we'll let you know. Um if you're curious about the site at all or curious at us, about us at all, uh, nerdlifetx.com is the site. Um, we had some recent articles go up. I think actually each person that's on the show today has had an article go up in the last week. Uh, we had the release for Ghost in the Shell trailer 2. We had an article on that. We had an article about the Alien Covenant release date and the trailer. We had a cover of a trailer for a game called Mother Gunship. And we had a uh, we had a uh, discussion about the Dawn of War three Prophecy of War trailer. I I just posted the trailer. I didn't actually say anything. Okay. So so there you go. So that that's what you can expect. So that was just in the last week. Um, we're trying to get more regular with our content. So we're hoping that'll be up. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, I, I'm Matt. I go by Nitro Weasel three K. If you see me on anything, if you want to find me on social media, you can look for me uh, Nitro Weasel three K. Uh, Sean. Um, uh, my name's Sean and this is, this has been a good time. Uh, <laughs> Do you want to pimp your <laughs> social media? <laughs> I, I'm in the process of it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at GWS Rancor and, uh, you can follow the website on uh, Instagram and, and Twitter and Facebook and all that good stuff. Uh, you could just search, uh, nerd life TX and you will find it. And that's, that's my story. Nick. I'm Nick, and uh, I go by Zero Ping. You can find me at Z3R0PNG on the Twitters, and um, you can also find my articles on NerdLifeTX. Yep, so there you go. Um, yeah, just uh, keep an eye on the site. Uh, when this goes up, uh, as long as it goes well, we'll probably think about doing another. Uh, if you guys like it, make sure you let us know. Uh, if you hate our guts, let us know. Um, if there's something you want us to do... <laughs> If there's something that we could do better or, 
you know, you want us to talk about a subject or if you have a game or project you'd like us to review. Um, go ahead and reach out to us. Let us know somehow. Find one of us on, on uh, social media or come to the site and let us know. So until next time, we appreciate you watching. Thanks a lot. Or listening. You're not watching. You're listening. Thank you. They might be Thank watching. You. Yeah, if you are watching, stop watching now because we're done. Bye, guys. Bye. Laters. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.